Hey guys, hope you're well. I'm going to do a podcast today. Well, the podcast is I Am Rami. And I'm going to do a tell-all um, on the Bulldogs sponsorship, which started back in March. So we're in the year 2020, um, the year that COVID-19 hit Australia. And I'm going to tell you exactly, and for those who recall, it's probably my first time on the news. Um First time I had cameras thrown in my face, um, and that involved signing a major sponsorship with a with a rugby league team in New South Wales, Sydney, um, the area where I grew up, and it's the, the team is called Canterbury Bulldogs. So I actually went to school at Belmore North, which is a representative of that. Um, so if you grew up in this area, that's a team you you play for automatically. My first game I ever watched of rugby league in Australia was the Bulldogs. I lived about, or let's say, two kilometres away from Belmore Sports Ground, which is the home of the Bulldogs. So everything about me is Bulldogs, except I do support another team. I do support the Eels, but that's not what's important. Um, Look, there was times that I probably secretly, and I did say I would tell all in this podcast, so you're right. There was a couple of times where I probably swayed towards the Bulldogs, but I will not admit that to anyone. And if anyone ever claims it, I will deny, deny, deny. I'm an Eels supporter. But 100% I'm an Eels supporter today, okay? So let's leave it at that. Good question, Leila. Um, so the opportunity came out early March where the Bulldogs needed a major sponsor. Um, I'll played rugby league all my life, um, you know, for me it was like, is it a dream to be a major sponsor of, a, of an NRL club? 100%, 100%. So the opportunity comes up, oh, I get a phone call um, from, oh God, I'll be lying if I told you who. Somebody ignited it, you know, was it um, their salesperson, was it one of my mates, was it that was linked to the Bulldogs? Was it the CFO? I can't remember, but all this sort of jungled up. But something ignites it, and I come to the I come to the team here at Rache's and I say, guys, how do you feel about us signing a major sponsorship with the Bulldogs? Rami, no way, no way, Rami. You know, you, you know what the Bulldogs, you know, not the Bulldogs. Sorry, you know what NRL is like. You know the reputation out there. Okay, guys, you know, like the game is. You know, I love the game, and the game in my eyes is like it. I love it. I love the game. So. When it's supported, it's what we all do. It's on the weekend, that's what we all look forward to. And me and my team. So whether it's my product manager, whether it's my CEO, whether it's my CF, whoever it is, we're all rugby league fans. That's what you do when you grow up in the heart of Sydney, in Western Sydney. Anyway, so I have an internal fight for about a day or two. You know, speak to the wife. You know, my wife is going, no, you know, I don't know about football, blah, blah, blah. And as Rami does, I sort of got my way. (laughs) So anyway, I convinced him. So I've called the Bulldogs back and um, Hilly, who's the CEO of the Bulldogs, says, look, Rami, I'll come in. If you're really keen, I'll come in. We'll have a chat. He comes in. We have a chat. I should have known. You know, I've got the people in now. So CEO comes in. The head of marketing comes in. The salesperson comes in. And I'm already half committed. What's going to happen? I'm over the line now. They've got me over the line. It's not hard. They present all the numbers that look good and everything else and they make it look like, you know, Richet's and and uh, and the Canterbury Bulldogs clubs are going to link and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be love forever and all the rest of it. So they're very good. That's that's their job. And I'm excited. We agree on terms. Yeah, I've, I've sponsored clubs. I've sponsored many clubs before. I've been part of a lot of clubs before, whether it's the Tigers, whether it's the Eels, whether it's the 
Sharks recently, that's afterwards, but um, where else can I go? Penrith. Well, look, we've done deals with every single club I could think of. Smaller deals. You know what? Some of them have been sleeves. I've done sleeves as well with the Tigers. This is a major sponsorship. So this is the front of the jersey. This is it. This is the Canterbury Banks down Rochet's almost. So the Rochet's brand is linked now to the Bulldogs on every single occasion. This is the front. That's what you wear. So every person knows. And yes, you do have all the minor sponsors, but this is the major. This is the top. You know, this you you got a massive say in what goes on in the club at this at this level. Um, yeah, so I hope that answers it and that puts it into perspective to what the what the major sponsorship means. We we agree on terms. Everything is good. To fast forward a little bit, I don't say too much. I'm excited. Um, you know, like it's I feel like when I'm signing, like I feel my heartbeat. I feel I feel my heartbeat faster. Like it's it's something special, yeah. As a kid, we're watching this and all of a sudden this team that had had HFC for those people who remember who was their major sponsor, which was a health insurance. All of a sudden it's gonna run out, it's gonna have Rochets on the front. You know, like I couldn't even recall their sponsor from thirty years ago, thirty-five years ago. That's how important it is to me. You know, to me it's like it's all I did. It's how I learned how to grow up in this country. Rugby league is everything to me. And now all of a sudden one of the biggest clubs in, in Australia is gonna run out with my name on its on its chest. Ah, it's a very, very proud moment. I'm excited. I'm committed. You know, I'm calling my friends, you know, this makes the media, I'm all over the media, you know, everyone is all over it, people are calling me, I'm speaking to everyone, excitement galore. Friday afternoon, I recall, and this would have been about the the date, then correct me, about the 7th, I could be wrong, about the 7th of March, something like that, a week later, I'm speaking to um, Hilly, uh, who's the CEO of the, the Bulldogs. And Hilly goes, Rami. Um, I just want to inform you, mate, um, that we've had a we've had a small incident that you might hear about in the media. Um, some of our players mucked around, mucked up, but it's nothing to worry about. It's all been handled. Um, but because you're the major sponsor, I just want to let you know so you don't hear it from anyone else. Now, me being the major sponsor for the first time, I thought nothing of it. And obviously, Hilly, being the person he is, he didn't want to overplay it. He didn't want to underplay it. He was just. He put it out there and he sold it to me very well. And I went to, I hung up, I go, Healy, thanks for the call, blah, blah, blah. In my head, I thought, wow, you know, what a great club. Here they are, they inform me of even something small that happens. They've had a little hiccup where players have gone out and had a little party and it doesn't look good, but they've still informed me. I go, this is a relationship I want. This is a, this is the sort of club I want to be involved with. And I've sponsored the Bulldogs in the past. I had sponsored the Bulldogs eight years later and all my relationship everything was great it was a great sponsorship i got great advertising out of it i got a great it was it's a great relationship and i've still got friends from that time so anyhow so i think nothing of it all weekend i'm excited this is i've got to put it into perspective so it's friday now on the following thursday the bulldogs are running out for the first time with my jersey and they're running out to play my Parramatta eels my favorite team but, of course, that's going to be on national television. It's round one. This is a big thing. This is the one that all year people have been waiting for. You know, this is off-season, and now it's, the season's about to start, the first kick. And I know the very first team that's going to run out this year is going to have Rochets planted on it. All weekend, I'm, I'm on cloud nine. You know, I'm like, you can't talk to me. In my own head, I'm like, I'm happy. I'm happy as Larry. I'm like, mad, man. You know, like, 
It's an achievement. I've kicked a goal in life. That's the truth. You know, to be a major sponsor of a club, it's an achievement for me. Personal achievement. All weekend we're talking about it, mucking around, excited. Um, I'm out there, you know, bragging and mates are calling me and it's mad fun. It's unbelievable, unbelievable feeling. Monday morning. So we fast forward to Monday morning. My phone never rings at six o'clock in the morning. Ding, 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 ding. Oh my God, what's going on here? Is that a, was that a bad ring? That was a bad ring? It's so-and-so from the Telegraph. I'm like, yeah, hello, yeah, what can I help you? Mate, we hear that you got the major sponsorship with the Bulldogs here and are you, are you still staying or are you pulling out? I'm like, what's this guy? I'm, Sorry, mate, look, what? He goes, oh, mate, you know, like, are you staying with the Bulldogs or are you pulling out? We need to know. And I'm like, mate, I don't even know what you're talking about. Why would I be pulling out of a sponsorship with the Bulldogs? Oh, you haven't heard yet. He explains to me. He says to me, um, the Bulldogs, some players were out in Port Macquarie and then they ended up taking, going back to girls' house, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. And he gave me the brief of it. I'm like, mate, I don't even, look, I've got no answer for you. I, I really didn't hang up. I went back to bed. I go, this guy's, you know. I don't know, some journal trying to get something. I don't even know. Six o'clock in the morning here. So I'll go back to sleep. I'm still, I'm, I'm nodding off again. The phone rings again. Some website going to me, oh, you know, you want to do this? Another media. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Something's going down. Something's going down. I go, guys, I really got no answer for you guys. I don't even know what's going on here. I have nothing. So anyway, I come to work. And there's a couple of journeys who call me. Okay, listen, once I have information, I'll let you know. All of a sudden, I've been put in a position here where I've got no idea. Like, I've never dealt with journalists where they're calling me. And first of all, where they get my number from? <laughs> Second of all, what do you do in this sort of situation? Like, I don't know how big it was, what was happening. I come to work and I call Hilly, the CEO of the Bulldogs. I said, mate, um, what's going on? He goes, oh, well, I informed you on Friday. I said, yeah, you told me, but tell me some more. And then he told me the full story. So this is the part that I've got to tell everyone now. So the full story is he, um, players go to Port Macquarie and they, uh, it's all over the news, so I'm not releasing anything new. Port Macquarie players go to a school. They meet up. They give in the school, you know, they're doing like a, an appearance, if you like, for the school to, to promote the NRL and to promote the Bulldogs. A um, couple of players meet a couple of girls. The girls are high school students. They exchange, or they don't exchange, according to the story that I hear is, they, um, they, they meet, the girls go home, they get in touch with via social media with two players, the two players end up going back to the girls' house, which is completely unacceptable. Completely unacceptable. There, there, we're talking about high school girls here, and his footballers, this is completely a no-no. So Hilly tells me that, and I say, Hilly, what are you doing to deal with it? You know? And he explains that, you know, it's they've informed the NRL, the NRL's been informed, and they're going through the process now. Now, I'm sitting back thinking, jeez, How's that going to look? What's happening? And what's my stance on it? How is that this does not reflect what anything that my business or myself are about? Now, I've committed to this contract. I'm, I'm gone. I'm committed to this contract and I'm thinking, I'm going to lose my money right now. 
because I'm committed to a contract and I can't continue being the the sponsor. I can't continue being on there. I say, please, Healy, please tell me, tell me, mate, what's going on? Keep me informed. He keeps me informed, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and then I have, you know, and I'm thinking, I'm walking around here stressed out thinking this is a disaster. This is a PR disaster. I don't have a PR agent. I haven't got any of that. So my PR at the moment is my wife. Babes, did you hear what just happened? What do we do? Simple. You got to pull out. I said, what do you mean? But we signed, we agreed. No, 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 no. We can't, we can't continue. Okay, 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 okay. So my thing is now, how do I protect the business? How do I protect the money? And how do we also stand stand up for what, what we stand up for, what we are, which is a family business? I, I'm walking around, I still remember, we had a footy. We actually had a footy in here, uh, a Bulldogs footy in the, in the office. And part of our stress was to pass the football around. You know, that's like how we're relieving the stress. And we're walking around. Oh, it's completely out of my league. i got to admit, completely out of my league. I've got media at this stage calling me. I'm not answering my phone. Um, nothing at all. I'm just completely silent. I go, Healy, I'm in your hand. I'm in your hands. You've got a PR at the NRL. You've got that. You've got that. I need help. Anyway, um, I do nothing that day except stress, not knowing what's going on and waiting for the Bulldogs to get back to me with more information. Um, don't speak to any media, nothing at all. Next day, I think 7, 7.30 in the morning, the phone rings. I'll do it again. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> now the phone rings. And then um, I don't remember if it was a private number. I don't think it was a private number. No, it was, it was a number that was called... And then he goes, hello. And as soon as he said hello, I'm like, I know this voice. It's Todd Greenberg. Todd Greenberg is the head of the NRL. And he didn't have to say Todd Greenberg, right? As soon as he, he's got this voice about him, and, and I, f- like, I love the game. And I've got Todd Greenberg, who's something who I think, you're the head of the NRL. Rami, um, Todd Greenberg. And I went like, in my head, I went, oh, no, because <laughs> I could hear your voice. And I'm like, um, yeah, hi, Todd, blah, blah, blah. Look, Rami, you know, um. I know you're in an unfortunate situation, blah, 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 but we would like you to stick with the Bulldogs and I will do everything in my power to make sure that your brand is publicised. Your brand is blah, blah, blah. Your brand is that. Whatever you do, you cannot pull out of the sponsorship. This is like someone who are like, Todd Greenberg in my eyes, you know? I'm like, um, okay, okay, Todd, I'll see what I can do. You know, I felt like, he goes, Rami, you call me anytime during the day, whatever you need, I'm here for you, mate. He goes, I promise you, you got my word that I will make your brand stand out like no other brand has ever stood out. I've still got the phone in my head. He goes, I'll make your brand. So I'm hanging up right now and I'm thinking, what the Bulldogs have done is disgusting. Not the Bulldogs, sorry. What the Bulldogs players have done is disgusting. But I've also got Todd Greenberg telling me that he's going to look after me and I can't pull out of this sponsorship no matter what. Anyway, I come to work and I tell everyone, hey guys, you know, I've been up this unbelievable pressure getting put on me by the NRL. I got the head of the NRL calling me this morning, Todd Greenberg. I felt, even so now looking back, it should have been an easy decision, but I felt like it wasn't enough. I pick up the phone, I call Todd. I go, Todd, you mentioned A, B and C, mate. You mentioned that you're going to look after the brand. But you've got to understand something, Todd. This, not, this, this is something that we cannot stand for. 
it's something that no company can ever stand for. No business, no person. I'm going to have to... And Todd Greenberg is on the phone begging me. And I'm thinking, jeez, this must be a big thing for him. He said everything that any salesman can ever say to persuade me. He goes, I'll come out now. I'll do that. I'll do that. Now, at the end of the day, I could pretend I'm all tough and good right now and I'm like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I was at his mercy a little bit. I have to admit. I was, even so, 99% of me was saying no, but he allowed that 1%. He allowed that 1%. Um, anyhow, and he's going, I'll come out, blah, blah, blah. And I'll just remember, and I said, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. I didn't say no, which I should have said no now. I know, but I didn't say no. This guy is my master. You know, this guy is the guy that runs my game. I love him. <laughs> And I sat back and I'll never forget it. And I'm sitting, we have a restaurant here in, uh, in what do you call it, in head office. And I'm sitting at the restaurant, I'm sitting like down, like I've got my hands on my, I'm leaning forward in a chair if you like and I've got my, sort of my elbows on my knees and I'm, I'm reaching forward and I'm thinking, my God, I've got to get out of this. I have to get out of this. And my reputation is going to go in NRL. I've got no chance of ever getting back in NRL. This is the head of the NRL saying, if you walk, forget it. That's what it's practically saying. If you walk, you walk out of this deal, don't come anywhere near us again. And I know the power the NRL's got. And in my head, I'm not that good in the media. I don't understand the media well. So in my head, I'm gone. But I have to stand, I have to stand up for what I, what I do. I have to stand up for what I believe in. And I'm like, it is what it is. It is what it is. And one of the reporters that I really got along with was a Channel 10 reporter. He was the guy that was sort of like, out of all the reporters that were calling me, he set me up and he said, Rami, whatever you do, I want the story exclusively. And for whatever reason, he was a customer. He was everything else. I just clicked with him. And he come to see me face to face as well. So I pick up the phone. I say, I'm ready. I'm ready to make a decision. Mind you, I've kept my silence to the media completely, you know. And the Bulldogs are obviously calling me in between. It wasn't just Todd Greenberg, but the reason I was just talking about Todd Greenberg is because he became the the head honcho, if you like, of the whole scenario, you know. But you got the CEO of the Bulldogs calling me. You got the obviously all the all the way from CFO to um, to their marketing guys to all the you know everyone you could you could you could imagine. I um. And anyway, Channel 10 guy comes in, never spoken in front of a camera, yeah? He sticks the camera in my face and I say, am I going to be right? And he goes, you'll be right, mate. Just calm down. And he was really nice. And I stood in front of the camera and I said exactly what came out of my heart. I said, I'll recall it because it's been played all over the news and I see it everywhere now. You know, and I said, I said, you know, what the what had happened is very unfortunate. I don't stand for that. My business does not stand for that. My family does not stand for that. So unfortunately, as a result, I'm going to have to walk away from the from the sponsorship. I have to walk away from the Bulldog sponsorship. Um, probably looking back at it, one of the negatives is I probably should have called the Bulldogs and told them 100% I was out. Probably should have called Todd, Todd Greenberg that I was 100% out. I didn't. I released it first to the media. Probably a mistake. I'll, I'll cop that on the chin. But in saying that, I didn't know how to handle the situation. And the Bulldogs and Todd Greenberg weren't taking no for an answer. You know, they weren't making it easy. And I knew if I called them again, the conversation would not end in me saying no. It would end up in me saying, I'll call you back. 
because they weren't taking no, you know. And and yes, I should be a lot stronger now saying it even here in the podcast. I hear myself. Stand up for yourself and say no. It's all good. So they hear about so they hear about um so they hear about it on the news. At you know, four thirty news, four o'clock news, channel ten takes it to air. I think they broadcasted it. Yeah, they broadcasted it at four o'clock, four thirty, whatever the channel ten news, five o'clock. And then the phone started ringing, you know. What have you done? What have you this? Do you know what you're in jeopardy for? Do you know what that? I'm like, guys, I'm out. It's simple. It's not even my decision anymore. And I felt like I needed that backup, if you like, from my from the media for me to watch them. Uh, I needed that, that what's name. And I tell you what, after I said it and after I was able to say no, I did not realise the stress I was under that day. It was so much easier once I made the decision. Um, and there's a lesson in that too, I guess. <laughs> Make a decision and move on. I didn't realise the stress that I suffered for 48 hours, 72 hours, whatever it was. I didn't realise the stress that I was under. Um, the fortunate thing is, 100% zero doubt that I made the right call. And then once I knew that, and sometimes you don't know if it's the right call until you actually make it. You know, once there's still a, once you made the call, you knew <sighs> that was easy. Um, you know, and then obviously there was a bit of argy-bargy with the Bulldogs. But to be quite frank, the Bulldogs were quite, they handled it very well from there on. And I cannot fault the Bulldog Club, the Bulldogs Club. The Bulldogs Club was doing what was in the interest of their club. They were protecting their brand, their business. They wanted a major sponsor to stay with their club. And I completely get that. The NRL, I don't know what's happening with Todd Greenberg because he's not there anymore, so I don't know how important it was for him. But And uh, I don't know how important it was for him, but I guess, again, he was doing his job to protect his, the NRL club. Um, and I guess for me, where I'm proud as not a big player in the, in the media, we're not understanding all that and not understanding the major the magnitude of the major sponsorship which they've done for years yeah that's what they do this is my first time this is my first time that I'm I'm also proud of me being able to stand my, up for myself at the end and thanks to my team who were with me to support me um, and be able to say no but I've got to walk away from the sponsorship um, on the other hand walking away from the sponsorship, brought out massive publicity, which I did not expect for our brand. Then Channel 7 wanted to have a bite of it. Um, ABC had a bite of it. Um, Channel 9 had a bite of it. Everyone had a bite of it. And it, it went viral, yeah? I think there's over a thousand stories written about that, uh, about the the case of me. It made the news in France. Um, so... Yeah, that's I guess a tell-all of what happened with the Bulldogs, uh, the Bulldogs sponsorship. There you go. That's a fully tell-all. I've never told anyone actually. Yeah, the players did not do anything illegal. Yeah, so we do. I think I didn't say they did anything illegal. Um, I don't think it's for me to say what happened there with the players because I really don't know. It's just not right. They're making an appearance, and they're they're making an appearance, and then they, the way I look at it, it's quite simple. You know, I've got girls. I've got three girls. I don't want footballers going to school to be doing an appearance and then chatting up my girls. You know, obviously there's something that that led them there, you know what I mean? 
and uh, you, they were there. They were outside of the school. We're not talking about other students here. We're talking about visitors. Like, I don't think there's a rule in place for that. I think it's just called morals. It's called responsibility. It's called being a human being. It's called being part of the community. That's not what you do. That is completely wrong. And, you know, as a father, that was... Uh, this. I didn't even consider, now that you asked me that question, I didn't even consider what was... It, it's, I'm not saying it was illegal or anything like that, but as a father... And a father understands. It's just like it's a it's a no no, you know. It's a complete complete no no. I thought I, th- I thought during the time that if I pull out of the sponsorship, then the bulldog guys are gonna and something that I stand up for and I love and I realize the men- the players' uh, mental state too would have been important to me and not just the two players that were involved, but the whole. I understand how footballers work. I understand how they tick. I have got friends who are NRL players. You know they they're always on edge. They're not a it's a very very tough game they have to play. It's uh, they're in the they're in the people's faces. They everything they do is uh, you know is put out there in the media. So I understood that. I, I I get that. But at the end of the day, I had a responsibility as a father. I had a responsibility as a businessman. I had a responsibility as a um, yeah. I just had a responsibility to to stand up for what I believed. So the question is, if I had stayed, it it's I wouldn't have stayed. I think the answer would have come up. And I think even if it took me an extra day, I would have said, still, I'm out. And I think it was the right decision. It was 100% the right decision. And um, yet did I consider the people who were going to turn against me? Yeah, of course I did. Of course I did. And then we copped a lot of it. We loved it. We copped a lot of criticism, a lot of backlash. The, the, the Bulldogs were not at fault. Let's, let's clarify something. The Bulldogs, the NRL, are definitely not at fault. Okay, that's one thing that we got to get clear out there. And yes, would I be part of the NRL again? One hundred percent. Would I be part of the Bulldogs again? One hundred percent. As a matter of fact, I've already been part of the part of the NRL again. We did the back sponsorship on the Sharks recently. So, and would I be open to the Bulldogs? And yes, one hundred percent. There's no question about that. But there's a stance that has to be made, and it was the right time to say what. You, because if I didn't, then I felt as a community person, I was saying. It's not okay, but I could, you know, I could uh, sort of overlook it. No, I can't overlook it. We all have to stand and we all have to make a, a stance on things like that. A stand on things like, stand or stance, whatever the word is. Yeah, on something like that. So, so yes, so I had to. But now, yes, I would be open again. And if something happened again, if I was part of the sponsorship, I would do exactly the same thing. I would pull, I would pull straight out. So all in all, there you go. There's a scandal of the Bulldogs. Never been told before. This is the first time I've ever told a little bit of what happened behind the scenes. Till next time, see you guys.